Jim Trestle or Ryan Day? Who would you prefer to play for? You are Locked On Buckeyes, your daily podcast on the Ohio State Buckeyes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Buckeye fans? Welcome back to an episode of Locked On Buckeyes from the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jay Stevens, also the host of the Jay Stevens Podcast. It is Friday, June the 10th in the year 2022. And today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. You see him. He's here on the screen with us once again. If you have not, if you're not watching via YouTube, you can hear his voice here shortly. Jeff Hunt from the Jeff Needs Sports Podcast, the Jeff Needs Help podcast as I need help figuring out what Jeff is going, <laughs> what shows Jeff is on. He's, he's so busy. He's on OTBN365 as well. Uh, Jeff Hunt is back, and uh, we have an exciting topic for everyone today. Yeah, this is going to be a lot of fun, Jay. Uh, I, I I can't believe I'm lucky enough to be on for this episode. Um, I don't know if you know what you're getting yourself in for, but uh, this, this is going to be an exciting one. <laughs> you heard it at, the, at the top of the show. It's just a Jim Trestle, Ryan Day comparison. If you were here last year, you remember Jeff and I did a Ryan Day, Urban Meyer comparison. That was a fun show. But this is different. You bring up Jim Trestle to Ohio State fans. There's not just an appeal and a love for him for what he did on the field. But the way he conducts himself, even after he's coaching, is one of those ways. He does it in a way that everybody still Loves him. I'm gonna say everybody. That's a. I don't want to say everyone still loves him. Most people still love him. A comparison of these two coaches: Ryan Day entering year four as a full-time head coach at, at Ohio State. Jim Trestle spent ten years at Ohio State after w- doing a lot of winning at Youngstown State. These two gentlemen together, comparing them, they both have done phenomenal things in the first three three years at Ohio State. So this comparison might be a little bit trickier than some people think, Jeff. Yeah, that's really cool. And, you know, it's, it's here. My first thought about this was these coaches are basically 10 years apart, um, you know, as, as when they one left and one started Ohio State. But the way college football is and the way modern football is, it, it feels like they're, they coach two different sports. That's that, that was my takeaway. Like it's, it's not the same playing field as when Trestle got to Ohio State as compared to what Ryan Day is dealing with now. It's, 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 it's really something different. Not only is it different as far as college football, well, you have trestle ball, which some people <laughs> love, some people dislike. Then you have the Ryan Day way, which is Haskins throwing for 50 touchdowns, Justin Fields doing phenomenal things, C.J. Stroud being a finalist for the Heisman. There's two different forms of offense, but I still think the philosophy is the same. Do what's needed to win. The difference between the two up front. Now, at the end, Jeff and I are going to tell you who we would prefer to play for. But I think one difference between Day and Trestle right now, before I go into some accolades about them, is Jeff Ryan Day had never been a head coach at any level before. Yeah, he spent time at the NFL. Yeah, he spent time at Ohio State before becoming the head man in the program. But he had no time. He had not been a man who called the shots at any program. Jim Trestle did a lot of winning at Youngstown State, <laughs> yeah. and he quickly knew how to change a program, get people to believe in what he was preaching. And he did that very quickly when he was in Columbus and uh, from seven and five to winning the Natty. That's a, that's a good change right there. 
Yeah, it was, un- it was unbelievable, and that's it. It was. I. It's one of the best hires, and I, and I'm not just saying this as a, as a high state fan, but it was one of the best hires in college football history because it was tricky. Because again, Ohio State was a really, really good program, and yet it, there was this sense of hopelessness. And Trestle steps in, and he took you know the the talent that was there, and you know especially you know some of the incoming talent. And he just he took it up a notch, and he taught him how to. How, he just he, I can't I don't know how else to say it. He taught him how to win. He taught him how to believe in themselves. The mental toughness that he brought. You know, it's it's you can't overstate enough the excitement of that. You know, he's at the Buckeyes basketball game that spring after he gets hired, and he says, "You're gonna be real proud of us next year in Ann Arbor." Like he went at Michigan day one and I'm and that was what at that point I know it's hard to imagine now after the last 20 years of you know Big Ten football but there was a time when that that meant everything to Ohio State fans and we're like I don't know and you know I don't know who this this dude is this 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 sweet look at grandpa you know ish type guy but he just threw down the gauntlet and he and he backed it up you know he beats Michigan the next year with a, a backup quarterback and then, the, you know, the rest is history. You know, he has a national championship within like 18 months after he's got hired. It's just it, you can't explain what that felt like for Buckeye Nation at the time. It's it's just irreplaceable. No, you can't. No, you can't at all. One of my favorite things about Jim Trestle, as well as Urban Meyer, is that they understand or they understood in Trestle's past tense, but Ryan Day present, they understand what it meant to be a Buckeye. They understood the program. And Ryan Day quickly realized this is not your everyday regular <laughs> program. This is not a program where you can just come in a Tennessee. Sorry, volunteer fans. You guys are not what you used to be. Or a USC because they have had a lot of misfortune. Or it's not a USC. You know, if you go back to 70s and 60s, that's a program yeah. right there where it's like, yeah, you get it. But USC has made a lot of failures in coaching, which it makes me wonder, like, do they realize what their brand actually means? To the sport of college football, Florida. Yeah, you guys have had some good times, but outside of Urban Meyer and Steve Spurrier, where have where has that program pride been? Where have you guys made those hires and consistently been the program that Ohio State is? Ryan Day understood. He realized quickly this isn't your everyday pro- this isn't your everyday program. The standard here is pretty pretty high. It's a lofty standard, and a, Ryan Day said, well, I'm going to come in and be the head man falling a future Hall of Famer and Urban <laughs> Meyer, and if I mess this thing up, I might be up out of town after two years. He yep. quickly realized he's lasted more than two years. Will he get to five or six? I don't know. But based on the changes we saw after last season with the coaches and some other things going on internally in the program, I think Ryan Day is making a lot of right moves. Yeah, well, and, and Ryan Day is doing a lot of things – what it appears that Ryan Day understands is college football is a one it's a it's a one year sport right now. You're not guaranteed to even have the same quarterback or running back or any of the starters the year after this. Like that is that is where we're at in college football. And it's 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 fine. It's just the evolution of it. There's nothing we can do. I mean, you've you've done several shows about it. You know, people can go back and listen to those, but he's in a he's coaching a different world as to where Trestle, like I just remember, you know, a guy coming in like Terrell Pryor comes in. We didn't think about losing Terrell Pryor until at least three years in. So we're like, okay, here's this one of the best athletes in the country we've got for three years. It didn't cross your mind 
that he would go to, you know, Texas the next year or LSU the next year, or that we would get a quarterback like Justin Fields through the portal. Like that literally didn't exist then. So it was such, it it was Trestle was like, okay, get my guys in here, teach them my way, give them a couple years. They will, they will mature, you know, into really great football players. Day is dealing with, okay, this is the team I have starting, you know, the 2022 season. I cannot worry about the players on the field for 2023. It is, it's a different, I mean, it's a, it's a completely different universe than what, what Trestle was dealing with. And uh, I admire both. I mean, I admire both their techniques. I admire, you know, both their takes on it, but the, the sudden changes and things that, you know, day has to make and days are all in the public too. Trestle, after he wins that O2 championship, he is not allowed, but he didn't really get questioned on anything he did. He could stick with this offensive coordinator, this defensive coordinator, and the teams, the teams played very well. There was no reason to question it. As to where now with Day, it's like, hey, you just you you just went to a national championship game the next year. You know, you had a really good team, but not good enough. So it's it's uh you need to get this thing turned around or 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 hit the bricks. In year four of having an excellent team, uh, you know, Trestle was Trestle was never under that kind of fire, but he was coming off of the Cooper years. The expectations were just different. As good as, you know, John Cooper's record was, Trestle had a, a much longer leash than Ryan Day um, is going to get at Ohio State. Totally different pressure on him. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of the Major League Baseball season. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning? Is your Odyssey an LX or an EX? And wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Go explore their easy-to-use website to find the solution to your auto part needs go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com we are here with jeff hunt from the off the ball network the host of the jeff needs sports and the jeff needs help podcast also, you can see him on OTBN365 as well. A very, very, very busy man. <laughs> and we're talking about two guys that are very busy. They were very busy winning while at Ohio State. One currently there in Ryan Day. Jim Trestle, formerly there. More of a comparison show today to discuss who we, who we prefer, who we would prefer to play for. And so we've done a little pre-work or a little discussion a preliminary about these two men. But what do their resumes say about them? And <sighs> Man, Trestles! Oh my goodness, I got this written down, and I got a I got a notebook here. I still it's, do things by hand, buddy. And uh, it's way better than people think. 
106 and 22 is Jim Trussell's record while at Ohio State. <laughs> I am including those those wins and losses that were vacated from the 2010 season. Uh, winning percentage of he won 82.8 percent of his games over a 10 year span. Can we just let that sink in for a little bit? Like I marveled at at Urban Meyer's record win loss record percentage last year. He won 100 games yeah. in 100 plus games. Only 22 losses in 10 years. He went to three national championship games. 0-2, and 07, I believe. Yeah. Like, or maybe it was an 08, whatever no, it was. 06 and 07. It's still insane. It's absolutely insane the things that this man did while in Columbus. Bowl record of 6-4. and four. 10 years, 6-4 and four bowl record. He was in the bowl game every single year. Conference titles, he won six. He won a conference title in 02. And then he won six straight between 05 and 09. Like, it absolutely insane. Ten consensus All-Americans. I'm going to rattle some of these names off for you. Before I do that, I'm going to mention he won three Coach of the Year awards in 02, AFCA Coach of the Year, Eddie Robinson Coach of the Year, the Paul Bear Bryant Coach of the Year award, all in 02. <laughs> it's insane. Um, but ten consensus All-Americans. Uh, 01, LaCharles Bentley. Forgot about that name. 02 and 04, Mike Nugent, 02, Mike Doss, 02, Mike Wehelm, we, we I always butcher that name, 03, Will Allen, 04 and 05, A.J. Hawk, 06, 07 and 08, <laughs> James Laronitis, 06, Pin, Quinn Pitcock, 08, Malcolm Jenkins, oh yeah, he's a college football Hall of Famer as well, he got inducted in 2015, remember his last year in Columbus was the 2010 season, Tattoo Gate was still there, it was a thing. And uh, that's Jim Trussell's resume. Go to Ryan Day's resume. He's done a lot in three years. <laughs> Plus, he won three games in the oh, in the 18 season when Urban Meyer was suspended. A 34 and four over. This man's only lost four games in three years. Like we're, we're, Jeff and I are really picky, and we are very hard <laughs> on the coach at Ohio State. He's only lost four games. We're spoiled brats, Jay. We're spoiled brats. <laughs> 89.5% winning percentage while at Ohio State, 2-2 two and two in bowl games. I have to remember, remind everybody, a playoff game is a bowl game. The national championship game is technically a bowl game. So 2-2 two and two in bowl games, two conference championships in 2019 and 2020, four consensus All-Americans, Wyatt Davis in 19 and in 20, Jeff Okuda in 2019, as well as Chase Young during the same season, and then 2020, Sean Wade as well. In 2019, he won the Big Ten Coach of the Year. Now imagine, Jeff, before I turn it over to you, you give Ryan Day 10 years, I being a little hypothetical and speculating right now, I venture he wins at least one national championship. I, I It's also what I hope. But I, based on this track record, I bet he's going to win at least one national championship. He's going to go to another, so he'll have three just like Trestle will have three times in a 10-year span. But, buddy, man, the conference championships and the consensus All-Americans with the way Ryan Day's recruiting, buddy, Trestle had 10 in four years. Some of those guys had multi-year times that were consensus All-Americans. Ryan Day could have multiple quarterbacks, multiple running backs, <laughs> multiple linebackers, hopefully multiple D DBs. Recruiting is so well, and I do believe he's going to really do a phenomenal job of developing young men the same way Jeff Jim Trussell did. Oh yeah, I, and and I would that's a big difference. I would say Ryan Day 
as far as the recruiting, you know, gets much, just much better players than, you know, Trestle recruited. Trestle, you know, he built a fence around Ohio, which was really important. And, and it, again, this all worked. Neither of these didn't work. Uh, I would, I would say that Trestle would have fared better in the playoff era. He only, out of, out of his 10 seasons, he only finished out of the top 10 twice. And one was his first season. <laughs> I mean, the the guy killed it, you know. So if he could have gotten the playoffs, you didn't you didn't want to play Jim Trussell in a big no. game. Like he was a he was a really good like his teams were just so prepared and ready at the end of the season. Um, you know, he would have fared really well in this modern thing. But of course he didn't play the Big Ten championship. Uh, you know, another thing we forgot to mention, Trestle only lost to Michigan once, uh, which was a big loss. It actually cost us what uh, should have been a back to back trip to the national championship game that's a such a, a forgotten loss because we're coming off just basically forgave him because of the o2 national championship but oh yeah. three all that they beat michigan they're in uh we were the better team that day but they you know it, it, things happen uh then that was the last time he lost to them but it's just such a different world but what ryan day's on track to do now is 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 really impressive you know because he does have to deal with the playoffs he does have to deal with the big 10 championship game so he's going to get more chances at these big games. The, the players that he's bringing in are just off the charts. That That is something that we didn't see during Trestle's era. It wasn't. But recruiting was different, too, because a lot of times, like early commits, they used to, like, you know, back in the day, they really didn't factor those in your recruiting watch. Mm-hmm. So, like, a lot of times Ohio State, everybody would be like, oh, why are they so low in the recruiting? Well, because a guy like A.J. Hawk might have committed when, you know, you know, when he was a sophomore, nobody even talked about it. So it's a little different now compared to what Day's dealing with, you know, when they sign these guys. But uh, again, it's it's two different worlds. But I hope Ryan Day is on this pace. I hope he's righted the ship. We've got a lot of expectations on him for 2022. Um, he really, like, the, the, <laughs> anything less than a shot at the national championship is going to be considered a, a failure this year. You know, I don't know if Trestle ever had to deal with with anything quite like that outside of just us maniac fans. I mean, this is nationwide. People think Ryan day, they're going to be number two coming into the season, I would imagine. So it's, it's so, um, it's so crazy. And then day, like one of my, the biggest differences days and X's and O's guys as to where, you know, Trestle was the leader of the team. Um, you know, he, he, he dished out authority and all that. And he had his coordinators as to where day is really way more hands-on with his offense and things like that. That might've backfired last year. We don't know what the reasoning was, you know, is he, is it, is he too much time on the offense and he can't help with the defense, whatever it is. And so that's a huge difference in the two is that day's fingerprints are all over his own offense as to where Trestle kind of rolled with the punches. He led his coordinator. He had totally different teams with Troy Smith, with Terrell Pryor, like whatever, whatever their talents mandated, that's the kind of offense that Ohio state ran. And another quick thing about Trestle, everybody says everything about Trestle ball. And I've heard it for a long time in 2010, Ohio state had the 11th highest scoring offense in the country and one of the better defenses. So, Trestle ball is not what everybody thinks it was. It wasn't a three yards in a cloud of dust. What Trestle ball was, was he would play conservative with a lead. And that's, that's where Trestle ball came from. He wouldn't, as to where Ryan Day will beat you by 60, Trestle would tend not to do that. It was frustrating, but you read the stats off. It really didn't cost us a lot of games. It just cost us a lot of like, I don't know, maybe years in our life, <laughs> but not a lot of games. <laughs> Imagine dipping your finger into the plastic tub of birthday cake frosting. 
and then opening your eyes and realizing that was only 150 calories and 16 grams of protein. That is what it is like to eat a birthday cake puff from Built. I just received my birthday cake puffs and I have never had anything like this before. They're available right now and we can't promise that they will be there tomorrow. So go get them today at built.com. And if you haven't tried the puffs, I'll let you in on a little secret because that's what friends do. A chocolate covered marshmallow protein bar. Yeah, you heard me. Delicious flavored marshmallow covered in 100% real chocolate. Make every day your birthday with Built birthday cake puffs. Built has taken the delicious experience of biting into a fresh slice of birthday cake enrobed it in 100% white chocolate and added sprinkles. Go to built.com and use that friendly promo code LOCKED15. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5 and get 15% off your next order. Once again, go to built.com and use that friendly promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off at built.com. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I think one thing with Trestle that we see is that we're kind of in this period right now with Ryan Day where we're kind of waiting to see how he responds, not just from the national championship loss getting destroyed. I mean, absolutely destroyed by Alabama after the 2020 season, but also how he responds after really having a year where 2020 and 2019 really kind of collapsed and fell into our lap in 2021, we're not planning and preparing for things earlier. We kind of saw the lack of planning and lack of preparing in certain position groups that kind of fell right into us in 2021. We saw Jim Trestle. Now, he never got back to another national championship after the Florida and LSU losses, but we never saw Ohio State fall. They were still one yeah. of those teams – um, I forget the bowl they went to in 08. 09 season, went to the Rose Bowl, won the Big Ten. I forget who won the Big Ten in, in 2010. But in the 2010 season, you had Ohio State playing. And Jeff, I talked about this off air. Ohio State played Arkansas in the Sugar Bowl, which was a quote-unquote home game for Arkansas. Now, granted, there are a few hours in between Arkansas and, um, and New Orleans. But it's still one of those things there where it's closer for the – Razorback fans to get to New Orleans than it is for Ohio State fans to get down to the bayou. Jim Trestle never, ever, ever, ever really fell off. He was always going to be in a BCS Bowl, potentially national championship. Ryan Day last year was in the Rose Bowl. You want to get away for Jeff and I, because I know Jeff's going to be a fixture on the podcast throughout the season. You want to get one way for Jeff and I to really get upset and voice our opinion and not hold back. We're talking about Ryan Day. Let Ohio State win 10 games this year in the regular season and then not get to one of those New Year's Six Bowls? Buddy, I want to talk about, like, getting paid $9.5 million a year and getting a contract extension. Um, we might be talking about that buyout because yeah. 10 wins, you need a bounce. You didn't bounce back after winning the national championship in a phenomenal way. You had two losses. 
you you need to bounce back this year because if not, um, that's something Jim Trestle always did was bounce back and stayed at the top. Uh, Brian Day, it's time for it's time for you to figure out what's needed for you to stay at the top. Yeah, and and you know that and that's the difference too. I mean, Trestle, you know he he lost uh, a. a, a historic game to Vince Young in 05, you know, at, at the shoe, but nobody like they, they played a great game. It it came down to, you know, the best team. It took the best team in the country to beat them. They whooped Notre Dame at the end of the year, finished on a high note, you know, day needs that win. Like he, you know, he took the Oregon loss last year at home. You can't do that. He, he lost the unforgivable game up North last year. You can't do that. He's done a, like as, as good as the season was, I think they finished we have such a high note finishing in that Rose Bowl that I think that when when you really tear apart the season and look at it, you know, it wasn't perfect. And I agree with you. I don't think it was the response to that loss in the national championship quite like it seems it was. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're giving him a lot of credit for for things that we think are going to happen this year, I, I, I believe. And, you know, we, we look at the Michigan State game where they look like the best team in the country. And other than that, you know, the, the Rose Bowl was what it was. It took everything they could do to pull out a win against Utah. And I guess it all depends on how you feel about Utah. Um, you know, it, like I say, finish season on a high note, but we have such a good taste in our mouth that we're like, ah, great season. But, you know, guys like me and you who live and die by this stuff and watch the replays and stuff every week, there was a, you know, there was four or five games last year that really were questionable. Um, going coming into this season i'm i'm not as what do i want to say is i'm not as optimistic you know as far as like we're gonna destroy everybody by 50 that maybe everybody else is but this is what you're talking about day can easily prove me wrong on day one day one uh whip notre dame and let's 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 get this thing rolling yeah it's one of those things where you have to get this thing rolling one thing yes. i think always sticks about sticks out Especially when I look at this resume, now you can talk about other players. Bobby Carpenter was a phenomenal linebacker, but he is not a consensus All-American. They can give out how good the linebacker play was at Ohio State. Marcus Freeman, mm. another one, a really good linebacker, not a consensus All-American. One thing lacking right now, this is not so much – this isn't all – yeah, it is because he's been here for three years. The linebacker play at Ohio State had a standard, and it was consistently yeah. the standard for quite a while. We have not seen that standard. Outside of Bam Brown and Pete Warner – you really don't have, and those guys are good linebackers. They we're talking about some a different type of cap. I think about AJ Hawk, James Laronitis. Think about this, Jeff. From 04 to 08, Ohio State had an, a consensus All-American. Two guys in that time period. They were consensus All-Americans every year. So like AJ Hawk for two years, 04, 05, 06, 07, and 08, Mr. Laronitis. We don't see that linebacker play at all. Now you may say, well. Trust the ball's not my thing. Okay, great. Ohio State was still winning. You may say Ryan right. Day's offense is is what I want. Okay, well, there are still some questionable calls and some games that Ohio State should not be winning with that offense. One big difference. I'm not even talking about the type of men these are, family men, leaders, none of that stuff. Trestle put an emphasis at that LB position and kept it high. Ryan Day's emphasis is not on defense. Yep. It's been offense, receiver, quarterback. Running back has been good. J.K. Dobbins, Travion Henderson, really good players. You got Trey Sermon and the transfer portal, really good. The one area that's been lacking while Ryan Day has been at Ohio State has been the LB position. Jim Trestle realized 
this is a physical, physical game. And running is at a premium right now. If I want to win, linebackers have to be phenomenal. One thing lacking at Ohio State right now is the consistency and the elite play at linebacker. Running might not be running back play might not be at a premium, might, might not be at, a, at an all-time high level. But what's the easiest way to slow down a quarterback that's mobile? Have a linebacker that, that is spying him. The linebacker play is very pivotal and important for a coach. You guys might say, like, you guys are ripping Ryan Day. No, we're comparing two coaches that did a phenomenal job while at yeah. Ohio State. Jim Trestle realized that, that LB position was big for him. Ryan Day is one big hole. With Ryan Day is that LB position, it's, it's, there's a hole there, and it needs to change quickly. Because if not, I mean, I mentioned the buyout earlier. Now, it may be after this season or the year after. But you want to win a national championship, you have to have elite, and I mean elite linebacker. Yeah, yeah, we saw that last year. Look at Al- look at the two teams in the national title game, Georgia and Alabama, two of the best sets of linebackers we've seen. Now, and then I'll, I'll counterpoint that just to be fair to Ryan Day, Jim Trez or Ryan Day couldn't win a national championship with Craig Krenzel now, the way no, the sport's no, changed. No. So, you know, that that's what every I'll say it before all the listeners do. We understand <laughs> what you're saying, but we're that's what we're doing is comparing the two coaches. Troy Smith was a very good quarterback. I don't think I I don't think that he can win a Heisman in this day and age just because the quarterback play is is so off the charts now and so important now. So, you know, Trestle also with the way he ran offense, that that wouldn't work now. I mean, they, you know, not that he couldn't adapt, um, you know, Pryor was the closest, but even Pryor, like, you know, he's not these tech, he's not Justin Fields, you no, know, no, he's no, not, no. he's not Stroud. And so it's, it's one of those, that's, if you could blend the two, you'd have the best team in, in football history. Now, I don't know, because Trestle drafted quarterbacks based on smart throws, don't, you know, don't lose the game for us. He let Troy Smith go a little bit, and he had some, you know, he had a couple really, really good years there throwing the football and a really good receiving core, but nothing, nothing like what Ryan Day puts on the field, which is a must in today's football. This has been fun, man. We're not done just yet. we got to still answer our questions and discuss <laughs> who we would prefer to play for, like I mentioned at the top of the show. But I love, love, love. I have loved watching Trestle coach Trestle teams play. I love Ryan Day, and I love what Ryan yeah. Day has brought to the table. I don't think there was a comment last year saying that Ryan Day is Larry Coker. I will 100% go against that. If you want to say Ryan Day is a coach, that's, I'm not saying this now. I may say it later on if we get to that point. But I would not say Ryan Day is Larry Coker because Larry Coker recruiting, it, he got guys. But it was not the level of recruits that Miami used to get. 90s, 80s, it, it, those type of guys. I'll jump in real quick on Ryan Day. If you give him that 02 Miami team, oh my gosh, he he beats the Buckeyes by 70. Oh my like, gosh, that's, I just it's any Coker comparisons. Like he would take that team and it it would be over. So that's what I say about Ryan Day. Like thank thank goodness Ryan Day wasn't coaching Miami uh, January 1st, or I guess it was the first, but uh, in 2003 because no way the Buckeyes are beating that team. No, 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 no. Too much talent. You had Hall of Fame, Hall of Famers, oh. some Hall of Famers, but you had first round talent. I think Brian mm. McKinney was on that squad. Um, I want to say Roscoe Jonathan Parrish? Bell was on. The, Roscoe Parrish was on that squad. <laughs> Ken Dorsey didn't lose, but he lost no. to Ohio State. Yeah, um, Greg Olson. Or no, uh, um, Shockey. It was Shockey. Uh, yeah, Shockey. My bad. Sean Taylor. I mean, 
goodness gracious. Yeah. He was loaded. So, yeah. Back to the he, topic, because Jeff and I could talk about that all day. <laughs> Jeff, I'm going to go first, <clears throat> discussing who I would prefer to play for, and give you a brief explanation why. Because I do believe these two guys in 2022, and then also in 05 or 06, they would be guys, if I was a high school recruit, I would be looking at Trestle in 05 or 06. I'd be looking at Ryan Day right now. Yep. If I am that level of guy that can play at Ohio State, I would look at both of these guys. I'm going with Jim Trestle because one, he didn't lose a bit. He did. Well, let's say one. He played in a he played in a bowl game, bowl game every year. You give me the six and four record, whatever. I that's a mute point to me. He was there, but his longevity, his track record, not only going to one national championship, going to three, and seeing how he was on his way to slowly transforming because. I don't think Trestle in 02, 03 would have gotten a throw prior type of quarterback to play at Ohio State. But we saw a slow progression, a slow change. I think it was at Florida, that Florida lost big time. But we started mm. to see a shifting of Jim Trestle. I like Trestle. I'm always going Trestle. If we if we tried to play Trestle ball now when he, when he got up, I think I, I might have a little hesitation there. But I see, I have seen enough from Trestle to say if I am a recruiter, if I'm a player, if I'm trying to, if I'm a parent trying to help my son pick the right coach to play for, I am going Trestle over day. It is a small, small gap. If I'm if I'm putting Urban Meyer in this mix, Urban Meyer's three. He did phenomenal things at Florida, at Utah, Bowling Green, and Ohio State. But we also know some things, even without social media, some things that happen behind the scenes, the type of recruits. I would probably steer away from Urban Meyer based off what we know now and some things we know previously. But Trestle's my guy, man. I mean, Trestle is my guy. He is the person that helped me fall in love with Ohio State football. Ryan Day is a person I didn't think would um, take up what Urban Meyer was doing at Ohio State, but he did. I love Ryan Day as a coach, man. I'm not going to – like, you guys think I, I don't like him. I love Ryan Day as a coach. I'm happy he's at Ohio State. But Trestle's my guy. If I had to pick one coach to play for – I'm going Jim Trestle. Jeff, where you at, man? So, so this is too easy for me uh, because I, I got told Jay. Oh, real quickly, real quick. Jeff and I don't share notes, don't share no. anything before we get on. I literally give Jeff a topic. I've said this before. I'll say it again. I give Jeff a topic. I know what he's going to say. I know what his answer is going to be already. <laughs> um, and then we just roll with the show. So you guys think Jeff and I may talk every day. Of no. The week? no, we don't. It's really more for show stuff. But no, Je Jeff and I don't share things. But I know Jeff well enough. I think I know where he's going to go. Everybody on the planet knows me well enough. Jim Trestle is my favorite football coach of all time. Um, you know, he saved me. He's, he, he did every, I just can't explain the joy that he brought to my life for 10 years. I would absolutely play for Trest just because, and I say this just like Jay did, it, it has nothing to do with Ryan Day. I love what Ryan Day is doing. I, I, I'm glad that he's our coach and all these things. But, man, I just want to I want to sit in a meeting room with Tress when he's given one of his low and Tress is just more of my personality. It's a, it's a, it's it's intense, but it's not like it's not jumping out of your, you know, pants. It's not the yelling, the screaming. It's the 
Um, you know, it's the quiet confidence. His teams, like every time we took the field, you felt like we can win this game. And that was something that, you know, honestly, Cooper just didn't have. Like it just every time we took the field, we're like, no, we can win this. No matter how tight the game got, no matter the situation, we're like, we can win this. I like the way he interacted with these players. I like the way he interacted with his quarterbacks, especially. Um, you know, if you look at if you look at what, you know, Terrell Pryor is a great example of what or even Troy Smith, too. I mean, if you look at the backstory story of Troy Smith and then what what he achieved and what he what he still is as a person um you know I give a lot of credit to you know Tressel and you know he 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 had a you know he he gets a black spot on his name for the silly tattoo gate thing that we all realize now was was crazy but he just he's just my type of coach you know what I mean he's just like he just one of those guys that looks at you like and just looks you straight in the eye and says you can do this and then when you turn around, you believe you can do it. You didn't have to be screamed at. You didn't have to be slapped on the rear or anything. It was just like, I got you, coach. You know what I mean? He was a good in-game coach. I just really think that I would enjoy playing for, for a guy like Jim Trezel. Plus, honestly, as I love him as much as I can love any person that I've never met in my life. Um, it, it was too easy. But, hey, I, all the all the support behind Ryan Day and everything he's got you know, going for uh, the, the program is in really good shape right now because of him. And I'm very thankful for that. This has been a fun show. Anytime we get Jeff on the podcast, <laughs> it's always fun. Um, I mentioned this earlier in the week, but if you have not listened to the Jay Stevens podcast interview with Ian Eagle, I highly encourage you to do so. Trust me. I don't pump. I don't really pump up a lot of things as much as I should this interview because of who Ian Eagle is and because of how much fun I had on the show. I encourage everyone to catch that interview. Jeff, we're out of time, man. Probably past time. If you could, Jeff, let everyone know where they can follow you on Twitter and all the good stuff going on at the Off the Ball Network as well. Yeah, you know, if you're not watching and you're listening, you can follow me at, you know, on Twitter at jhunt006. Uh, very interactive on there, and I love you all. And the biggest thing we got going on right now is, uh, you know, I am VP of the Off the Ball Network. Go to the Off the Ball Network podcast. It's on all the podcast platforms. I'm doing a ton of stuff on there. I do a show. I try to do three, four, or five days a week, and and kind of update you on the 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 biggest stories in sports and start the conversation is what I say. And as always, Jay, it, it is an absolute blast to be on the show. And this is one of the funnest subjects that I've been asked to do in a long time. Guys, Jeff will be back soon. I don't know how <laughs> soon, but I will get to find the time to get Jeff back on. You know, Jeff, I got to get Ryan Roberts back on because there's a couple of things I want to talk to him about. A little comparison between CJ Stroud and Justin Fields, what kind of mm -hmm. pro prospects they are. And then it's Jackson Smith and Jigba, the best wide receiver in the country. <laughs> Yes, I haven't talked to Ryan about that yet, but Ryan knows I'm planning on getting him, hitting him back up as he's a phenomenal NFL scout to come back on the podcast to, to talk about players that you love. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at jstevens07. You can send all of your emails to jstevens317 at gmail.com. Football position breakdowns with quarterbacks. Coming up next Tuesday, it's time for the running backs. We all know about Travion Henderson, Mayan Williams, but will Evan Pryor see the field or should he see the field? We'll discuss that next week. In the meantime, guys, it's Friday. Have a great weekend for myself and Jeff Hunt from the Off the Ball Network. We're out of here. Have a great day. Thanks for making Locked on Buckeyes your first listen every day. Make sure to check out the Locked on NBA Big Board. Host Raphael Barlow from NBA Draft Junkies and author of the NBA Big Board newsletter is joined by Richard Stamen, Sam Ferris, and Leif Thulin giving fans an in-depth 
look into the NBA draft, mock draft, player rankings, and of course, big boards. It's free and available wherever you get your fine podcast.